Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks. And joining me today is Jordan Gill, operations consultant and founder of System Save Me. Now she helps overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. Today, we're discussing the three things solopreneurs should focus on and how to make six figures a year working four days a month through VIP days and how to create a system for managing our insane task files in inbox. Life is too short. Try to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast so much for having me, Brittany. I'm so excited to be here. Obviously, this is one of my favorite topics if the name of my business is System Save Me. So I'm so ready for this. Yes, I am so glad you are here because systems are so important. And so many people have no idea that systems are what runs these large corporations that are out there. And we just think, yeah, how did they do it? And how did they get out there better than anybody else? It's all about the systems. So systems are so important to our business and our life as well. So it's not so chaotic. I want to make sure that our audience knows that Systems help give us consistency. It helps us build focus, organization, and build better data. It helps us reach our goals easier. So Jordan, let me tell you, some of our audience are already business owners and they're drowning in their chaos. And then some are overwhelmed just getting started. So what would be the first Mm. thing you'd suggest to start a system for success? Yeah, I think systems is such a broad word. And it also tends to be misused as when you're talking about a tool like, oh, I'm going to use Zoom and that's my system. Zoom is a tool that can make your system run. However, Zoom itself cannot actually do the system unless you set it up to help you with that. What a system is just honestly in a very like simplified formatting is just a set of chronological steps toward a goal or action. That's literally it. So you think of makeup routine, you think of a workout regimen, you think about webinar funds, you think about uh, scheduling client calls. Those are all systems. And we do them every day. A lot of them in our personal life are considered habits or just on autopilot. You don't necessarily think, okay, how am I going to do my makeup today? You probably do it the exact same way every single time in the same exact order every single time to get the same result. So it's the same way with your business. So I just really want to deescalate the sometimes (laughs) triggering word of systems, especially if you come from corporate. Uh, I never stepped foot in corporate actually, but from what I hear, it is cubicle farms and a lot of red tape. And so then people tend to, in their entrepreneurial lives, be like, I'm anti-systems, anti-anything that reminds me of corporate. And while that's a whole nother level of bureaucracy that is not even close to how entrepreneurship works, it is important to take some of what is helpful and beneficial about systems because they truly support 
you as a business owner, think about Starbucks, right? And that's an easy one to, to pull in. If you go to Starbucks in Dallas, Texas, Paris, France, Dubai, wherever you are, it should be the exact same caramel macchiato with foam and fancy sprinkles and stuff. So the reason for that is because they have a system. The macchiato is made the exact same way, no matter what Starbucks you go in. And that's why people choose Starbucks is because they know that they can count on the fact that I get the same caramel macchiato every single time. And you want your customers, your clients, your students to feel the exact same way. They know every single that I work with Jordan or every single time I work with Brittany, like I'm getting the exact same type of experience, whether I buy a $30 course from them or I'm paying them $10,000 in a VIP day. Either way, you're getting the exact same experience. And so if that feels important to you, then know that you're in the right place. And so one of the first systems that I encourage people to really think about is their client onboarding. And the reason for that is because this is a lot of times your first impression of people interacting with you. Mm. And that means a lot. And I think that if you can land a really clean onboarding system for your clients, then that is going to help them spread the word about you. It is going to leave them with a really great taste in your mouth. Like you can do great on your onboarding and then the management can not uh, have mistakes, but just you can finagle a little bit there, but they're going to always go back to the fact that I felt so taken care of and so loved in the onboarding that the rest of it does have to be great, but I feel taken care of and set up from jump. So that's one. And what a client onboarding is a lot of the setting contracts to your clients, or if you have a course, how do they get access to the membership side, that sort of arena, mm -hmm. because I don't know about you, but when people send me the contracts in a PDF where I have to print it out, sign it and mm -hmm. send it back, <laughs> I immediately say, I actually don't think that we're a good fit for each other because, and it sounds silly. It's okay, Jordan, just print the piece of paper. That is so much extra work that's yeah. unnecessary. <laughs> it's 2021. What are right. we doing here? So I, and you think, oh, Jordan, I have to pay for systems. I have to pay for that stuff. And I think of, oh, there's so many awesome tools. I know people who have six figure businesses completely run on Acuity scheduling, which is just a, a scheduling app like Calendly, Acuity, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like $10 a month and they run their entire coaching business off of Acuity. You can do contract stuff in there, payment, setting up scheduling, all of that stuff. So it's not go buy the shiny tool. It's more about how are you making it easier for your clients? Obviously with the minimal effort on your manual end, as well as financially, as far as the tools that you're using. So that was a long answer, but I wanted to say a lot. <laughs> no, we want the long answers, exactly what we want. And I want to know what our audience is thinking. So this is the interactive segment. So if you're listening in real time, go to the IG stories at Total Fit Boss Chick. And we are going to have this poll question. Are you excited about systems or are you still wondering what are systems? So if you aren't listening in real time, no worries. Check the IG highlights for the response to the poll questions and you can still weigh in to see the results. Now, Jordan, oh, you yeah. are queen of systems. So I have to just mention everybody. I know in the beginning you heard what I said, but working four days a month and making six, six figures. Okay. How does that work? Tell us about VIP days because some people are confused about what is a VIP day. 
Can you help us out with that? Yeah. So it, it can feel really crazy and okay. This is some bait and switch candy pop thing that Jordan says. That's truly what my life was like. I had four days that I worked with clients and then the rest of the 26, 27 days, depending on what, how many days in a month there were, I would spend either traveling, hanging out on Instagram. I went to a lot of events because that's where I really enjoy my time. And it also was where I would get a lot of clients. And the, how I made that happen is through a business offering called VIP days. And it, it doesn't have to be, again, the word VIP also is like, oh my gosh, is it like hosting people at the Ritz Carlton with champagne and all this stuff? No, I actually run them virtually through Zoom. And I build an entire client management system with my clients from start to finish. And it just is through an entire day. So they reserve six hours and I get paid $5,000 a day. And we work through that system together. And what that helps do for a lot of you that are service providers is it eliminates a lot of the back and forth nonsense of your clients. It eliminates your clients delaying the project because Johnny has a birthday party that they have to plan. It allows for you to get paid upfront and not have to chase invoices anymore. The list goes on and on. But the reason that VIP days work so well for me or people like me is because one of my main strengths is focus. And so when I worked with clients on monthly retainers, I recognized my decrease in productivity. And that was bothersome because I'm somebody who I would say I'm a pretty efficient, productive person. But the reason I saw that decrease wasn't because I wasn't good at systems or I wasn't smart. It was because that business model did not fit how I operate. Mm. And I think a lot of people are just like, oh, everybody's doing monthly retainers. So I'm just going to do a monthly retainer or everybody's doing courses. So I'm just going to do courses or everybody's on Instagram. So I'm going to be on Instagram, whatever language you're using around that. I encourage you to take a pause and really evaluate what you enjoy and how you best show up. And for me, I best show up. If you just can sit me down for a day then I can get a heck of a lot more done than if you hire me for a month, two months, three months, honestly. So right. that it's is the model that right? I'm, exactly, it's exactly. Uh, it's just batching. Yeah. Your client works. So you can take a three month website project and do it in a day. I just recently did a rebrand and I did it all through VIP days, which was super fun. And so I hired a gal for two days to get 12 pages of a website done. I still can't really understand and process how she did that. Cause I'm like, that would have taken me six months, but that's her zone of genius. That's what she's great at. And when you can sit somebody down and allow them to just flow in their zone of genius, a lot of magic can happen. So your whole system is built off of Parkinson's law. That is basically you take however long you're, you're given. given. So if you're given, yep. if you're given two days, it'll take you two days. If you're given a year, it's going to take you a whole year. And I am one of those type of people that will look out the window and squirrel. So that's why this <laughs> journey is so big for me. And I'm helping people with focus and productivity because I'm struggling myself and it's just been a journey. And so therefore it's been really fun finding out different ways and doing different things. So I think this is great for those of us working toward focus. Totally. So please tell us what's the difference between VIP days and being a course creator or starting an agency or having any other digital business? What actually sets the VIP days apart? So what sets VIP days apart from building an agency or doing a course or program 
is a few different things. If you're a service provider currently doing monthly retainers and you've heard the next thing, you know, if you get to being booked out, the next thing is to build an agency and you should duplicate yourself and take on more clients. Out of all of the business models that you can have online, that agencies are the least profit margin. It is and not that you can't have high profit margin agencies. It just is going to take you a while to get there. You're going to have to be very lean with your finances in the sense that you're hiring more people and people are expensive. We love them. It's totally fine. They should be expensive. You really have to think about financially. If you want to continue to invest that much money up front in your next business model and a lot of time because you got to train this person. You got to make sure that they're keeping up with the level of excellence that you also work in. So agencies are expensive (laughs) upfront and they take a lot of time to actually bear fruit as far as your time getting back to you, as well as being able to take on more clients. And the second thing people are told for service providers are, okay, just create a course on what your expertise is or create a program The difference between course and program for me is a course is something that somebody can do out on their own. A program is a lot of times content and coaching and community. Again, with courses and programs, there is a whole marketing learning curve for real. Because if you're a service provider, you either are run on referrals or word of mouth or just like having conversations with people. And with courses and programs, you have to buy all new software. So again, there goes more financials out the window. You have to figure out a whole different marketing strategy, whether that's ads, whether that's YouTube strategy, whether that's whatever, that takes a lot of time. Again, adds more tools and software to your plate, more money out the door. And again, if you have a program, that's a lot more fulfillment for you as well. With VIP days, You don't have a different marketing strategy that you have to do. You aren't having to learn any new software, buy any new software, because literally you most likely are already using Zoom or something of the like and some sort of contract scheduling system. And it's the exact same marketing that you're used to with word of mouth, referral partners, conversations, and it takes way less time on your calendar and you get paid way more money. (laughs) So I feel like the upside is so high on VIP days that even if you want to have a course or program, I'm not knocking that, but if you want to have a transitional offering that helps you create the time and money capital you'll need in order to create a course or program, VIP days are so perfect for you because again, you can work four days a month, make five figures a month and make six figures a year and have 20 some odd days left over in the month for you to spend creating your course materials, learning how to build your list before you launch your webinar, learn Facebook ads, all of that sort of stuff. You have time for that because people don't think about that. Exactly. Now, four days a month sounds like a dream for most of us. Okay. (laughs) It sounds like a dream. So tell me, is, does this work for every business or is it only businesses with clients? How does that work? I would say that it does not work for physical product businesses, meaning that I haven't necessarily put a lot of focus to figure out what it would look like for physical business owners. I would say this is really great for service providers, coaches, consultants. And then even if you are a course creator currently, and you, again, just want to make a little bit more time and 
course, you know, you want to get some time back in order to make your courses better or have more time for marketing. VIP days are right for you. Anybody else, it's just a little bit trickier. I do have an author that's in my program. She's creating a VIP day, which is really unique and fun to see. I think the the most interesting VIP day I ever got was, it was basically where she healed trauma through music. So mm. it, the VIP day was, they would get together, talk about your trauma. She would go off, write a song, produce a song. And then at the end of the day, you would have a song that would help you heal the trauma that you discussed in the morning. And I was stretched on this one. I will admit, I was like, uh, I don't know if let me mull this over a second. And I spoke to a friend of mine who's been like the woo-woo space. And I just was like, okay, would this be something you would refer people to? Is this a viable idea? And she was like, oh my gosh, yes. Connect me with her. I totally want to be involved. And now she's got referral partner network from this coaching program and she's able to do her VIP days. And I was like, okay, there's a wide spectrum of VIP day opportunities that you can do. But I would say the ones that have the easiest transition are service providers or courses or coaches and consultants. Great. That's definitely good to know because everybody wants to know too, how is it that you develop this? Because what kind of failures did you make in order to come to this success? <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. And there, there was plenty of those. I would say that it was about six months, six or seven months into my business of doing monthly retainers that I knew this wasn't it. And I knew that there had to be a different way of working because there was such a difference between the projects that I was able to just sit down and work out versus projects that I had to rely on the client with scope creep and pushing boundaries and stuff. There was such a difference. And so I hired a sales coach at the time and she was doing VIP days um, for her sales clients. And I was like, do you think we could create this for if I just build a system in a day? And she's like, yeah, sure. Why not? And I had never seen anybody else do it. So I was the guinea pig. And so I really focused on figuring out, okay, if I'm going to do this, what are the things that I need to create in order to speed up the process of mm -hmm. setting up? How was I going to deliver? And what was my promise at the end of the day? So there was a lot of those things. Contracts are great. Please do not do any work without a contract. And I I just went on my merry way. And then of course people were like, I don't understand. Like you just bebop around and mm -hmm. you just seem like you have all this time and whatever else. I was like, Oh, VIP days and people found interest. And so I had a few masterminds around it and mentorships for about a year and a half. And then I just realized, you know what, I just need a program and it's going to be better served for everybody. And yeah, that's how it went. I think it was trial and error of, of knowing what wasn't working and that dwindles down when you're like, okay, if this is what isn't working. What's the opposite of that? It's Parkinson's law. And yep. <laughs> that is, is getting more done, giving yourself less time. And I think that is huge because that helps with our overall productivity and it helps us really just hone in our zone of genius and not have all of the scope creep and having some of the issues like I have as far as just like squirrel looking at the shiny things. Those are struggles that I've gotten so much better with. So that's the next question that I'm actually asking you is, how is it that someone who comes into your program or that's interested in a VIP day, how is it that they stay engaged and walk away without losing all of that content? Because a long day for some of us, 
full of content. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, great. And then I've just consumed it all. And then I don't remember half of it. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So I, it's really comes down to frameworks and frameworks are something that I'm obsessed with. I now live, breathe, eat, sleep frameworks. I have, I don't even know how many of them, but a framework is essentially, again, a process that is so refined that anyone else can replicate it. And so one of the, I guess, most known types of frameworks is technology. And the reason for that is because in order for you to, I don't know, send a tweet or post on Instagram, the technology, the framework has to be so specific that again, you can't miss the mark. Like every time you put something on Instagram, it posts. It's one plus one equals two, no matter what. And above that, you have frameworks or methodologies. And those are intellectual property, if you think of like legal stuff, of your brain, of your knowledge, of your expertise. And all of us have them. It's just a matter of pulling them out and having them it does make a mess and then bring it together mm-hmm. to where you can then repeat it. So for example, I have my three C framework to create sustainable and successful VIP days. And the three C's are construct, care, and connect. And so anytime I'm talking about VIP days, I can go through my three pieces of framework. It's very easy to remember. It's three C's construct. You structure your VIP day care has to do with your client experience. And then connect is obviously connecting with your VIP day clients. And when it comes to the actual day, I have a five C framework for my client management system that I go through with every single client of clarify, collect, create, comment, and close. And Anytime I do a client, it is the exact same. I have wedding planner clients, tax professionals, business coaches, tutoring companies. They all go through the exact same 5C framework that I've created in order to not only speed up the process of working together, but it eliminates a lot of that guesswork and special snowflake syndrome that you get with clients where my business is different. It's not a lot of times. And creating a framework is where I spend a lot of time with my clients. And what's magical about that framework is I could create a course of the 5C framework if I wanted to. I could create a program. I could create a mastermind. I could create an ebook. Once you have a framework, you can literally move that framework up and down your business model pyramid or through different business offerings as much as you want. And so that really is the key to not forgetting things or getting off track on the day. People are like, oh my gosh, what if I don't finish? Again, we get really granular on what are the tasks that you're doing under each of your different phases of your framework so that there is no off balance and there is no guessing on the day of there is no reliance on your brain because that's not really what our brain is used for. Right. Okay. I love that because you also say that there's only three things that solopreneurs should focus on. What are those three mm-hmm. things? Yep. Leads, getting leads, fulfilling clients and managing your business backend, which are like making sure that you have money in the bank, making sure that you are following the law, paying your taxes, that sort of stuff. If you focus on leads, clients, and your backend, you're good to go. Too many people think of, okay, I got to focus on PR and I got to focus on social media and I got to focus on, and you get really granular. Mm -hmm. Again, as long as you are focused on getting leads, fulfilling your clients and managing your business backend, you really cannot go wrong. And so 
where people could go wrong is if you're like, oh, I'm getting asked to be on a physical product podcast. And some people would be like, that's an opportunity. You should totally take that. And I would say absolutely not to that because I don't serve physical product business owners. Mm -hmm. So it is not going to serve me and my business. And it's not going to fit me getting leads or fulfilling clients or managing my business. So therefore I'm not going to move forward and do it. And so it allows you to have those boundaries in place and know really what is going to make you money and hitting that target over and over again. And where entrepreneurs get in trouble or have difficulty is shiny object syndrome. It's like any opportunity (laughs) is great. Or, oh, I want to try this new thing. Or, oh, I want to go and play over here. And while that's totally fun, Mm -hmm. and I believe that you do need to have play and creativity in your business, in the aspects of if you want to grow and scale your business, you have to get really good at putting your bowling lane gutters up and focusing on one thing um, at a time. And so it, it's a hard practice. And I wouldn't say that I'm a super squirrel brain, shiny object syndrome person. However, it does, it feels redundant or, oh my gosh, I'm talking about this again, but I know that all roads for me lead to done in a day, which is my program. And so I can play in that lane as much as I want. I can create an ebook. I can create a private podcast feed. I can create a course. I can create any sort of thing as long as it continues to lead people to my program. And so it's not you're getting stifled or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I just think that if you look at the people who have done really well with themselves in online businesses, a lot of them don't start a second stream of income until they've hit a million dollars in revenue. which is insane to think about because what, but it shows that level of discipline that a lot of people are not willing to do. Discipline is hard. It is very difficult. So that's, so if you can really just hone in on how you get leads and keep hitting that target over and again, over and over again, how you fulfill your clients, hit that target over and over again, and then managing your business back end, like legal taxes, stuff like that, then you should be golden. Okay. So how do we create a simple system for managing our insane tasks, files, and inboxes? Yes. So when it comes to files, tasks, and your inbox, those are the three areas that people are like, get me out of here. I don't want to do any of this. No. You're already bringing pain. You're already bringing (laughs) Exactly. And so with files specifically, it is a matter of understanding the buckets that are going to keep you grounded. So I have a three file system. So getting tactical here and the three files on my main Google drive, if you pop in there are current projects, archived projects, and business assets. Current projects are literally the only projects that I am currently working on are in there because the problem is a lot of people just keep everything in a projects folder, whether it's old, new, kind of working on, they just keep it in there. And that clogs your ability to find what you're looking for because you're having to sort through stuff you did back in 2015. Why are we sorting through this? Like, why are we doing this to ourselves? So that's why I have the current projects and archived projects kind of system is where every quarter, whatever projects we are no longer doing, we just literally move them over to archive projects and they aren't technically archived. They're just in 
the archived projects folder. That way we can reference them. Links still work, all of that, but it's not clogging our current focus and our current streamline. And then business assets are again, things that are in the back end, like legal files, team files, stuff like that, branding stuff, all of that is in business assets. And so the reason for that three folder system and why it works so well for my team is they don't really have to guess where stuff is. You're pretty much only going in the current projects folder at any given time and only working on the things that are inside of there. So that's a really tactical thing that everybody can do. And again, the sorting of that is not super fun, but is super necessary for you to stay in the focus zone (laughs) as much as possible. And then with tasks, I use the project manager software ClickUp. You can use Asana, Trello, whatever tickles your fancy. But what's important is that you figure out as much as possible what your recurring tasks are and getting those inside of a project management system for even just a solopreneur yourself as quickly as possible. Because why should you have to rely on your brain to remind you every week, every day, every month to do the same things over and over again? So downloading from your brain, what are the things that I know that I have to do on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, and getting that in a task software and setting it to daily reminders, weekly reminders, monthly reminders. So again, you eliminate that extra stress and strain on, I have to remember this every day. The only thing I remember to do every day is brush my teeth and eat, right? That's basically it. And so really getting into the habit of really focused on those recurring tasks first with, when it comes to managing your projects is always my first thing when it comes to task management. And then with inbox, the quickest way that you can clean out your inbox, this is my fun little hack also, is if you use Gmail specifically, I don't use Microsoft. So I have no idea if this can work there or not, but with Gmail, what you can do is adding in the filter to eliminate all of the newsletters that are clogging up your inbox, because we do want to know if there's important emails to review in the inbox, Mm -hmm. but we can't because we see that anthropology is having a sale or whatever is going on. And so how you can do that is going into the settings wheel of Gmail and going to seeing all the settings. And then you go into filters and blocked addresses and you'll create a new filter. And in that filter, there's prompts for you. And under the prompt, has the words, put the word unsubscribe. Do not put an S at the end of it. Literally put just the word unsubscribe and hit create filter. And what that will do is it will pull up all of the newsletters that you're a part of, whether it's a bill newsletter or American Eagle, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it'll pull it up. And then what happens is you can move all of those to a folder that I just call newsletters. And I literally clean out my whole inbox and tell it to move everything that has the word unsubscribe in the email to this folder label is technically what Google calls it's a label. And then I check a little box that says, do this to pass results as well. So anything Mm -hmm. new coming in and anything old that's in my inbox, now I hit done. And all of that now is in the newsletters folder. And then I'll turn on an old episode or whatever, whatever of scandal or Grey's anatomy. (laughs) And I will literally just start to go through and filter and say, okay, I want, I don't want these newsletters anymore, or these ones I'm going to put back into the inbox. 
And it's just a lot easier to filter through. It's get rid of the clutter. You have to get rid of it. So those are my, my fun little hacks around those three areas. Yeah. I love hacks and we all love hacks. So that is huge because, because some stuff you don't want to get rid of, you don't want to actually unsubscribe from everything because you, you don't know what you need and where you need it. And so that's great because it's still there, but it's just separating. That is amazing. Let me just tell you this, Jordan. I wish that this show could be five (laughs) hours long and we just have whole VIP, but it cannot be so you have given us a lot of information, but I'm asking you just to give us just a tiny bit more in our segment called Mentoring Moments. So this is just where I'm going to fire off a quick question and you just give us a mentoring moment from yourself like only Jordan can give us. Yes. So, yes. so if you had $100 and a dream, how would you use the $100? Oh my goodness. This may sound really... I don't even know, strange, but I love jigsaw puzzles and I would probably figure out a way to create a puzzle that is connected to a nonprofit that I'm really passionate about called the birthday project, which Mm -hmm. is, it's actually in Dallas, fun fact. Mm -hmm. And they actually plan and put on birthday parties for children who are in domestic violence shelters. Mm -hmm. And so I would have an artist commissioned or whatever for 20 bucks to create a really beautiful puzzle and get at least one printed and pre-sell puzzles and a certain percentage of those sales would go to that particular nonprofit. Okay. Let me pick up this mic and throw it again (laughs) because I am not going to lie to you. I did not expect for that to be so creative. Oh my, no, no offense. You know what I'm just saying? Totally. I'm like, how did you just quickly come up with, you had no, uh, okay, did, were you no, reading my mind or something? <laughs> Cause I'm like, I've never asked this question before and I cannot. It was fun. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm throwing, banging this mic up against the wall because of that <laughs> is fabulous. Guys, do you hear that? This is why she's on the show. Jordan, this is why you're on the show. And this is why I know that our audience wants to continue to connect with you. Please let everybody know how they can reach you. Yes. If you want to connect with me and have conversations, you can uh, reach out on DM on Instagram. That's where I like to party and hang out. So that is at system saved me. And if you just want to poke around and see what I'm all about, you can go to our website, systemsaveme.com. And obviously you're a podcast listener. So I want to make sure you can add our podcast as well to your feed. And so that is Shocker, System Saved Me. So really you can find me anywhere, System Saved Me. But those are the three areas that I would point you to. And what is super going on right now that if you are like, I want to know more about these VIP days and working four days a month, then we actually have a virtual conference going on. And so if you go to doneinadayvirtualconference.com, you can go sign up for a ticket and join us. It's a live event. We have almost 30 speakers talking about how they operate with VIP days in their business, which is so fun. We have Enneagram and VIP days. We have some mindset stuff. We talk to actual buyers. We have a whole panel of buyers of VIP days and why they buy VIP days over other offers. So much goodness. I can't even like I'm exploding. And so again, the link I'm sure will be in in the uh, show notes as well. But if you go to any of our site or Instagram, that's all we're going to be talking about. (laughs) That is fabulous. And let me let you guys know as well. I'm going to include the link, but if you want something 
continued after the conference and you're like, okay, who can I look for to find this particular subject in a VIP day? Jordan's got your back already. She has a directory. So I'm going to put the link there. It's yes. systemssavedme.com backslash directory. So I'm going to put that link into the show notes. So Jordan, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so, so much. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Bye for now.